in one of your posts on meditation, you had mentioned that discarding all thoughts, one should focus on one thought, object or image. In another post, you had mentioned that meditation is a practice of stilling the mind, of being absolutely thoughtless. Which of these two is actually correct? They are both correct. It depends whether you are meditating on the formless or you are meditating on a form. If you are meditating on a form, on a sound, or an object, then the only real way to know that you are meditating correctly is to behold that form or that sound or that object in front of your inner eye. If that loses its sharpness, then you know you are not doing it correctly, that your mind has gone off to some other train of thought. If you are meditating on thoughtlessness, or even on the formless, which is one of the highest forms of meditation. Because when you are meditating on the formless, your mind is looking at itself. It's the ultimate state to be in. It's like waves merging in the ocean, and you become the ocean. There is nothing left. You lose that individual I-ness, that I exist, that individual existence which forms part of ego. You lose it completely. But somebody asked Ramakrishna Paramahansa, he said, I believe in meditating on the formless. I don't believe in meditating on form because some people have this view which in my opinion is incorrect, that somehow if you worship a form or if you meditate on a form, you're a lesser human being. <laughs> you know, it's an arrogant view to be honest with you. So this person said, I only meditate on the formless. And that's how I want to start. And Ramakrishna said to him, well, if you see an archer, in the beginning, he shoots at a still object. And once he's proficient at that, then he starts aiming at moving objects, moving birds or something. So in the beginning, if you start with meditating on the formless, then you would not know when you have lost that clarity in your meditation. It requires great mindfulness. It requires great alertness. So in the beginning, it's better to spend some time meditating on the form or on a sound, or on your breath, and then shifting to the formless meditation. And it is also equally okay to shift and swap between the two. So when you're tired of meditating on the formless, meditate on a form. When you're tired of meditating on a form, meditate on the formless. When you're tired of concentrative meditation, you can get into the mode of self-inquiry, which is also called contemplative meditation or analytical meditation or investigative meditation, where you start to question, who am I? Am I the body? Am I the mind? Am I the soul? Am I the senses? Am I a man? A woman? Am I an Indian? Am I an American? Am I an Australian? Who am I? Am I a brother? Am I a sister? 
Am I a father? Am I a mother? Once you ask yourself these questions, you start to see that you are not just these labels. These are roles assigned to you. This is how you have identified yourself. And then you get past all these and you realize, I am that pristine essence, that truest essence. I'm eternal. I'm infinite. Therefore, really, the concept of grief, sorrow, pain does not really exist. Because who's feeling this? Some of you, when you were feeling aches and pains in your body in the last half an hour, at that time, had you asked yourself, who in me is feeling this pain? You would immediately feel diminishing, like your pain lessening right away. But because you have not yet championed the art of staying on one thought, that pain will go away for a few seconds and come back with vengeance. And it will just come back equally harder again. When I was in the woods and going through immense pain in my knees and thighs, I used to do this visualization. It's no rocket science that human body is made up of 30 trillion cells. So I used to do this visualization that each cell is a living entity in its own right, which is also true. Each cell has local intelligence, which is also true scientifically. Each cell has an inlet and an outlet just like our human body, which is also true medically speaking. So I used to go and I used to think of these all as living entities who are stressed and tense. And my body is aching, that part is aching because they are red and because they are tense. And I used to visualize they're all growing red and blue with anger. And then I used to imagine walking in as Om Swami, walking in among these ten cells, millions and millions and millions of them. Imagine something like Lord of the Rings, that battlefield. And you have those many millions of cells. And I used to go and talk to them and make this announcement, look, I am not here to harm you. Everything is okay. There is no battle here. There is no war here. We're just meditating, so take it easy. Let go. Let go. And I would just talk to them and then visualize that they are no longer red and swollen. Instead, they are white and beautiful like you. <laughs> so they are white and calm. And believe me, that is how I encountered and got over my pains in the physical body. It worked not all the time though. It worked 95% of the time. But 5% of the time the pain was so immense that I just could not bear it. And at that time I used to tell myself, what's the worst that can happen? I'll, I won't be able to walk again. Is that a price I'm willing to pay? to experience that great bliss I talk about? And the answer was yes, I was willing to die. I said it's a small price to pay. What's the worst that can happen? Maybe I'll crumble, fall apart right here. I said fine. Because the only thing I've set out to do is really know if there is the eighth stage so-called in meditation or it's all one big joke. And I thought, 
at least once I should be able to put my hand on my heart and say I tried everything I possibly could and then pain would go away or it would somehow not bother me so when you meditate or walk any path in life there are going to be challenges there are going to be hurdles there are going to be obstacles there are going to be blocks they won't move out of the way just because we want it that way. You'll have to break them, you'll have to cross them, you'll have to jump across. That's the only way you will get across your barriers, rise above your barriers. Otherwise, if you are used to meditating 15 minutes, it's not that a miracle will happen and one day you'll meditate for five hours. You'll have to rise, you'll have to go from 15 to 20 to 30 to 35 and so on and so forth. So there are many, many ways of meditating. Whatever helps you gain that peace of mind and whatever helps you remain in that state after you've meditated, it's the method you should choose. I talk about concentrative meditation because I have verified it, validated it, I know it works. But by no means, by any stretch of imagination, at any rate, I'm not saying that this is one of the better ways or that this is the only way of meditating.